Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hand. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. You know, as we enter the I Work For Him show today, the zone today, we're getting in the zone. We're trying to get in the zone. The weather's perfect. We really want to talk about something today. What, what, what drives you crazy about other people? And how do you deal with it? Isn't that really what we're talking about? Sure. I, I Not the emphasis on what drives you crazy, but on how to deal, how to, how to deal, with, how it. To deal with it. Well, it, you have to learn how to deal with it in order to be able to Figure out what drives you crazy. All right, so today we're talking, that's right, it's a different kind of an intro, Ivan, just so you know, Martha challenged me just to change it up. So, but really, it always comes down to Romans 12, too, mm-hmm. because our world is screwed up. Let me just say that. Everything about the world and how it operates on what it calls normal, just throw up every time somebody says, well, but that's what everybody does. Just mm-hmm. do, do the whole gagging symbol, and the whatever, because our scriptures, the Bible, what our Heavenly Father inspired people to write, it says this in Romans 12 too. It says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. So when they say, well, everybody's doing it, you put your finger in your throat and said, that is the most ridiculous, stupid thing ever. I puke that out. (laughs) 
And then it says in Romans 12 too, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That's what it means to become a Christ follower. We stop being who we are and we allow the Holy Spirit of God to transform us and to restore our souls. But the issue that we deal with each and every day, and the reason Martha and I focus every Tuesday on relationships and our marriages and our, and our other relationships is because the world is screwed up. And we need to bring change to the world. Because if we're looking to the world for answers, that's like digging a ditch on the beach where the tide is. I mean, it's a waste of time. The world doesn't have the answers. Jesus is the answer. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Because every marriage is worth fighting for. And every marriage is savable if both the husband and wife are willing to work on it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Preach it. <laughs> Let me get down from this soapbox and just challenge you to tune in today. And listen, here's what we got. Martha and I are talking today about compatibility and personality traits. And we're talking about that in the, in the, in the, uh, with respect to relationships within our marriage and in our workplace mm-hmm. and learning how to deal with those things. And all of this is prompted by our involvement with Dare to be Different, a marriage mentoring program that we've got going at First Baptist Church in Indian Rocks, but unfortunately is not going on in churches all over Tampa Bay. If you've got a church that's open and really wants to invest in marriages, they need to sign up to be part of the Dare to be Different program. Let me say it slowly. What what do you want me to say? You, dare you said you're to gonna be, say I know, slowly. then I pointed to you. <laughs> dare to be different dot com. Is that T O or the number two? T O. Okay. Dare to be different dot com. 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 Why? Because if you're the same as what the world is, you're wasting your time. And your marriage has no hope if you're the same as this world. Because the world says, Well, when this shirt gets dirty, I just throw it out. Or when this marriage gets tough, I just give up and go somewhere else because the next marriage will be easier? I don't think so. So we want, Martha and I want to invite you mm-hmm. to call in today. That'd if be you, great. If you've got questions, and really from now on, every Tuesday show that Martha and I are on here alone is a call-in show because if you've got questions, we've got answers. And really we don't have answers because we've figured it all out. We've got answers because we've helped other people figure it out. And that's the beauty of this mentoring program is that it helps the people involved come to their own answers in a godly fashion. That's right. And one of the greatest things that God has given me a gift of is to ask people the right questions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I also share my opinion. I have no shortage of opinions. That, But it's very important. As a very old friend said to me once, Jim, you share opinion like it's fact. Yes, but now today in my older age, most of the time I am trying to base it on scripture. All right, but I pulled a couple of verses of scripture out. 1 Samuel 16, 7, talking about personality and character traits. Um, and that's what we're talking about, compatibility and personality traits. How about that? I even got that screwed up. But, but the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And if we're going to be married to somebody, we need to look at the heart and focus on the heart. Proverbs 1, 2, and 3 says this, Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline. It's talking about the scriptures. To help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives. To help them do what is right, just, and fair. We're here just to challenge people. You know, God has given us this microphone here in Tampa Bay that's being listened to around the world, and we're doing it just to challenge people. And our every Tuesday show is to challenge you to look at your relationships and be the leader in improving them. 
Very well said. I'm kind of stuck back on this verse. Can I talk about it Absolutely. for a minute? Okay. First uh, Samuel sixteen seven, where it says, "People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart." I think that one of the ways that that really speaks true of relationships is the fact that early on in a relationship, we do look at appearance, but the longer that we are with that re- that relationship, um, we the heart really gets exposed, and that's why if we haven't been truthful or we haven't dealt with those. Um, things that we're going to talk about today, things that irritate or concern or um, even maybe scare, uh, if we if those haven't been dealt with, which are really heart issues, then um, we well, there's bigger issues to deal with. So I love that verse. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, I'd always try to do searches on things that deal with the topics we're dealing with. There's some great search engines out there. Bible mm-hmm. verses on, and then you type what you're looking for, and there's a massive index of Bible verses categorized. Yes. Hey, but before we get into this conversation, and we want to invite you to call into the studio line. That was silly. I need to give you the number. If you want to call into the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929, or... or you can text it. That's right. They can text a question to 727-487-9863. 727-487-9863. And then that comes right to a laptop in front of me that's built in the 1940s. And uh, it will tell me what your what your question is, and we can address it. So and it can I'm, be a question or a comment or uh, Question or comment. It could also be a word of affirmation. Just, Martha and I love words of affirmation. Just don't be texting and driving, please. 727 727- Two seven four eight seven ninety eight sixty three. Okay, let's talk about what's really cool going on in our lives right now. We okay. just last Friday, yes, had a huge announcement party right on the air. That's right. I wanted to call it a reveal party, but those are usually about the sex of a baby nowadays. So that was so we didn't do that. We, we didn't, didn't have that. pink and blue. <laughs> no, no, it's we more. Were, your favorite color is aqua ish. Oh uh, yeah, teal aqua. Martha is obsessed <laughs> with teal and aqua. <laughs> so he says that because the little postcard. I Everything made, in my house is teal and aqua. The color that I chose. she bought me. Shirt that's teal and aqua. I think you have about three pillows now that are all teal and aqua colors. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but I'm wearing blue. So but we teal. announced the dates for our next marriage. Cruise. 2016 cruise your way to a better marriage. The third annual, sponsored by I Work for Him and the I Work for Him radio program. Very good. And Fe- the dates are February 18th through the 22nd. So that's a Thursday afternoon through a Monday morning, leaving right out of Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. All inclusive, $880 for a couple. That includes your room, your taxes, your tips, and your parking in Tampa for five days. That's everything you need. And it includes the retreat. It does. And I, we had somebody do a little math, and it was kind of fun. And they said for $20 a week. Between now between and February now 20. And the cruise, yep. they could have it completely paid for and have a little play money for either an excursion or souvenirs or whatever they want when they're in Cosmo. That's fantastic. Yeah. Ivan, did you get your wife and you signed up for this yet? <laughs> no, you still got time, though. There's room. Well, we only have room for 20 couples. That's right. And the reason we keep it small is so the conversations can be intimate and really be a great weekend. So, But that's fine. If we fill this one up, we're going to do another one later on. So we are, and that's it. we're we're very excited about that. And people go, of course you are, Jim, because you know, you want to go on cruises all the time. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you, this is a weekend that we, we get to invest. We invest in people, and then we then go on a cruise later, <laughs> where <laughs> no. we get to relax. <laughs> but, we just but take a day off. This is home. the if Martha and I could choose the if somebody wanted to personally sponsor Martha's and my dream, hmm. it would be to invest in married couples 
all the time, full time. Mm-hmm. Have a marriage retreat center. Maybe have our own cruise ship. No, I'm just kidding. I was thinking that too. Yeah, you we don't, don't have to a, buy a cruise ship. Yeah, we don't need a cruise ship. There's way too much maintenance <laughs> with that. But a marriage, uh, a retreat center, be able to do these, to be able to invest in couples and and teach churches how to invest in couples mm-hmm. that would be the dream job for us but a very simple way that churches can invest is learning about the dare to be different mentoring program oh. which we just continue to keep talking about yeah and it's and it's cool because it not only helps couples but it helps couples who help couples so in other words it mm-hmm. engages people in your church that maybe don't know where they fit in but they're a married couple they've been married for a lot of years they've gotten they've worked through some tough stuff and they want to help other people and they can help them just by coming alongside Yes. What does that look like to you? What do you explain it in your words from a woman's perspective? What does the mentoring program look like? Yeah, for these couples that are involved with other couples. All right. Um, well, there is some simple training that we go through in order to become a mentor couple. And after that has been established and you invite people to participate, couples are in, are paired up two and two. So a husband and wife pair up with another husband and wife and they walk them through 10 weeks. To mentor. They, they, they match them up to mentor. Yep. Right. So they come in our, in, for example, in our situation, we get a couple that wants to go through the mentoring um, process and they come to our home once a week or once every other week for about eight to 10 times and just for about an hour and a half and we really try to keep it limited so we're not getting exhausted in the process and they get a chance to go home and actually have conversation after they leave our house and um, we just get to talk through some of the things like we've been talking about every Tuesday where we pick a topic of where they've they've um, un- revealed that there's something that they're not in agreement over and we walk them through how to come to their own conclusion how to make it better in their marriage in a way that they both agree to so you can sign up right now for your marriage retreat for the marriage retreat if you and your spouse want to invest in your marriage and you want to do it in a really cool way you can go on to our Facebook page the I Work For Him Facebook page and the link is out there mm-hmm. and also on the I Work For Him website I Work The Number For Him uh, dot com and on there there's a link neither one of those will link them to a place where they can get signed up for the cruise Yes, it will take them to the uh, Salty Breeze Cruise Planners Planners website um, with a link directly to our cruise only, and they can register there. They can learn more about it, get the details, the dates, the pricing. They can upgrade to a different cabin and stuff. And then Rick will call them before anything hits their credit card to confirm that they've um, you know, signed up for the right room and all of that. It's a really easy process, and he takes them through that, sets them up on a payment plan, um, and... They're ready to sail, and I, I went on there the other day, and I can't remember now how many days it is, like 300 days or something like that. To oh, the my cruise. goodness. <laughs> so, but it does count we down. Done, we need a vacation now. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, hey how about the end of May? That sounds hey, good. And in fact, we are going to take a week of vacation off at the end of May, but we have some awesome guest mm-hmm. hosts that already signed up to take our places. Yes, should be fun. I'm excited about it. I'm excited. We could just go away. Where are we going to go? Oh, yeah, we're not telling anybody. Nobody's going to know. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. I don't even know right now. That's right. We're not you even going to tell our know. children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Become a mentor couple. Become a mentor couple. Become a mentor couple. That's the key. If you are in your 40s or your 50s, you've been married 20, 25 years, invest yourself in another couple that's younger, that could use somebody in their life to, t- to help them through it, and get involved with daretobedifferent.com. Bring it into your church. It's cheap. It's effective. It's of the Lord. It's fan-stinking-tastic. It's cheap, but it's priceless. Yes, absolutely. All right, so listen. Compatibility and personality traits. I thought a great way for us to introduce this would be to talk about what those things are and then to talk about maybe some of the things we've had to work through. 
compatibility, personality kind of things. Okay. Well, I hate the word compatibility because the world has really, it's kind of like the word it's a love. Twist. It's like, what's the politically correct you know, way to say if we're not compatible? No, men and women, they were created by our Heavenly Father not to be compatible. They got different well, parts, not- mentally, physically, spiritually. They just are built different. Yeah, but I, we're our, the goal is to be compatible, well, but compatible not not the same. Com- yes, yes. Our goal here. This is what topic we're but, on. But is, I mean, but 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 inherently, it takes work. Yes. Right, and so people are naturally but we're in, able. We're we're incompatible, and we have to work towards compatible in our sin. Yes, our sin gets yes. in the way. But not because we're man and woman. God well, designed no, but, but, us to become one. But that naturally creates conflict because we're man and woman. <laughs> we think differently. We operate differently. Yes. We've given this example before, but when I ask you, if you say you have nothing to wear, it means you have nothing you want to wear. Mm-hmm. If I have to say I have nothing to wear, it means I am naked. <laughs> Everything is dirty. Mm-hmm. So it, we communicate differently, so that creates some of that tension. But compatibility is... Possible. That's the whole Absolutely. reason we go through this. Okay, I just so wanted let's to get clarify. Some, okay, that. so but personality traits; those are things that are inbred into us. How do you deal with them? How do you deal with? Well, them? okay, you but ask I mean, kind of funny questions today. <laughs> <laughs> How do you deal with? Could them? be this Chick Fil A, you know, lemonade. lemonade. Could lemonade. be. All right, but personality. I mean, we're born with a personality, mm-hmm. and, and and we have. I mean. Personality. Okay. Okay. Let me give an example. Yeah, give an example. We I was thinking here. about this because when we were first introduced to each other, actually, when we first met each other and we were spending time together, not uh, we were, we became best friends and then we dated, then we got engaged and got married. Somewhere along there, I remember you used to do this thing, which is a personality thing, when we'd be driving in a car and somebody would be riding a bike on the sidewalk and you would honk the horn and wave the other direction <laughs> because you were having fun and you were, you know, whatever. I remember thinking that was so cute. But that could that annoyed some people. So it's a personality thing. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's why God designed us for each other because I thought it was cute. I would why would I marry somebody who everything was they did was annoying, you know? So But what's a compatibility thing? Martha and I are talking today about compatibility and personality traits. And within your marriage or within your relationships, how do you succeed in getting beyond them and allowing your Christ likeness to help you work through them and have a great relationship with people. Because obviously, everybody's got something about them that's annoying. Everybody's got something about them that's a little... Well, it's a personality thing that just causes issues. A lot of times, opposites attract. And we've seen that, and, and most people have heard that little adage, and it's often very true. So in the honeymoon phase, you think, oh, this doesn't matter at all. But then eventually... It wears you down. No, there's nothing about you that's worn me down in 29 years. Nothing. Oh, that's not true. There is not absolutely. Give me one true. thing that you've done that's driven me crazy, and that at the end of 29 years, I've had enough. I can't take you it anymore. You just brought it up. What? Oh, the hair in the sink? <laughs> I blow dry my hair, and so 20 it's, minutes later. It's flying all over the place, and later, it happens to settle right in the sink. might possibly through you know the law of averages, a piece might float down into the Well, where's the, the rest of the pieces? They're on the floor. Or in my brush. Which is why we're... Sure. He just doesn't have hair, so <laughs> this is, a, this is wow. a sensitive subject. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, what, but back. compatibility, though, I mean, what are some of those... I mean, is it like, how do you share a bathroom? 
Um, well, I think it's... How you share a kitchen? Well, the, that's respect of each other's space and time. But like what we were talking about, sure, it could be. It could be um, being so self-focused or whatever, but it could be liking to go to bed late or liking to get up early or being messy. We like to do both neat. those things. Stay up late, I get know, up early. We just don't like sleeping. No, I like to sleep. We just, but we like to stay up late and yeah. get up early. Yeah, but yeah. it could I, be all those different things to different people. Well, I think we should be specific, but we need to help people. I guess we should have talked about person. What kind of personality traits do I have that drive you nuts? <laughs> you mean like interrupting you all the time? What? <laughs> On the air, we're trying to uh, we're trying to be transparent. All right, listen, it's time for our book highlight segment brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts, which is Raising Your Kids to Love the Lord by David Stone. It's a great book all about raising your kids to love the Lord. What else do you know about it? Um, it's about raising your kids and loving the Lord. Yeah. Should have done a little. I mean, it's a, not a difficult read. It's um, very nicely written and laid out, and it's it's really gift book size, so it's not an overwhelming thing. You can raise your kids to love the Lord. Well, and it's true they 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 may not love them all at the same time, but it talks about it, it talks about a whole bunch of things. So who you are when no one's watching, top button truths, the most powerful word, one essential book, the key. You know, sometimes we just need encouragement on how do we do this? How does how does it even look? And David Stone wrote a book about it. So listen, if you'd like to get a copy of a book that just encourages you as a parent, raising your kids to love the Lord, call into the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. And remember, you need to read this book. Hollywood ain't making this movie. All right, I thought of a good compatibility thing. How about how people spend money? Oh, that's a really good one, which becomes a whole other topic in mentoring. It is. Actually. But, but that can be one of those things where one person, usually in any relationship, there's a saver and there's a spender. Mm-hmm. But you have to eventually get to being one person not hoarding all the money and one person not spending all the money. It's all about compromise. Compromise and learning to be content. That's correct. Great crown financial principle. Crown awesome. financial principle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, we come back. We're going to walk through some of the questions that we have heard and we've helped couples deal with or walk through in the mentoring process on dealing with compatibility and personality traits. Don't forget to. Hi, right, Martha. We're talking today about compatibility and personality traits, really within our marriage relationships, but also within our work relationships. We need to know how to deal with people who are different than us. Yes, because we are all different from each other. I don't know, but I think you're perfect. Yeah, but the point is that God made us all unique. You're just going to let that go? You're not going to say, oh, I'm come just on. Right along. <laughs> I mean, how many guys say that about their wives? And I mean it. I hope a lot of them do. And I, I hope, hope so, too. I mean it, too. Yes. Yeah. I agree. All okay. right. So we've got a, 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 a number of, well, uh, well, Ivan says it about, you, you say it. Oh, he said, okay. Well, let, get her That's to call good. in and prove it and get the book. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we've got a series of questions that people, statements that people uh, agree or disagree with when they take the test. Excuse me, the survey, survey as part of the intro to the Dare to be Different Min- Marriage Mentoring Program. And some of these statements that they agree or disagree to are the ones that are hot topics within our marriage mentoring sessions. And yes. so we've highlighted the ones that we think that we should talk about today. Mm-hmm. 
All right, but before, if you missed it the last half hour, we introduced the rollout dates for, we rolled out the introductory, we, we told everybody what the dates are for our next year's Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage. We did. February 8th through the 22nd. No, no, February 18th. Oh, wouldn't that be cool, though? 16 <laughs> days. days. Whatever. That's All right, February time. 18th through 22nd. There you That's go. right. Find out more on our website, iWorkForHim.com. $880, and you can go away for five days, four nights with Jim and Martha, and really get your marriage challenged. Yes, and have a wonderful, relaxing time disconnected from the world and your work and your obligations and responsibilities. You just it, compared kids to obligations. No, I did not. Jungle list. to jungle. Obligation. <laughs> they are not. A you obligated. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about this. Personality compatibility. The number one. The number one. Well, these aren't really number one. We just chose what order to talk about them in because um, to give people an idea of the kinds of things that they're going to be discussing when they go through marriage mentoring. We found these two statements kind of roll together. My partner has some habits or behaviors that frustrate me and or I don't respect some character traits about my partner. Mm-hmm. Why is this a big deal? Well, because we can often, I think Satan uses this to distract us from the one that we love and care about and respect in so many ways, because we can just develop annoyances towards each other that take away from, you know, having good, decent conversation or spending time together because you're just get to the point where certain things frustrate you. And so... The the reason that this is so important to deal with it is that you are looking at the little issues rather than the big issues. Well, really, you're focusing on your spouse's mm-hmm. sins or maybe your coworker's sins when you got plenty of your own issues. Right. Right. Okay. So, give an example to the audience of habits or behaviors that frustrated you about me when we first got married. Hmm. Not today. I don't want to know today. I want to know some things I've actually accomplished. In 30 years. Wow. When we first got married, that's a long time ago to yeah, think Yeah, three decades. That. There you go. That's... Thanks for rubbing it in. We were young. I had hair. We're still young. I had hair, though. Yeah, you did. Um, my goodness. Probably. Wait for it. I Wait for just. It. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Ivan. Oh, come on. You're being too nice. I am. I'm trying to think of something. Well, because we're... Okay, not... what about now? What am I doing right now that drives you crazy? Oh, mercy. This is tough because we did, I didn't prepare this way. What well, we're trying to be transparent and help people out. Well, I know that, but I pray through these kinds of things. <laughs> so you're making them, you know, making me think about them. So, okay, here's... This is a silly one. You, when you need a haircut... You fight me on it. And it's I, I'm just like, I just need to give you a haircut. You're like, I don't want one right now. Well, she so, wants to do it at 10.30 at night <laughs> big or deal. 6.30 just, in the morning. Just get it over with. Big Who wants deal, to get their haircut at that time? I don't time? know. I guess that's just a behavior that frustrates me. I'm like, I'm don't shoot the messenger. I'm just the one that's cutting your hair. So I don't know. I That may be silly, but that's what comes to mind right now. So... And I and I really don't have any. There are not character traits that I don't respect in you because oh, you so are sweet. somebody who really strives to be full of integrity and honesty and so many <sighs> uh, good things. But it it is important that you do talk about those things if there's something that you really don't respect in the other person. All right, number two, hmm. we're in agreement on how much alone time each of us needs. Here's the key: um, couples need alone time. This is true. Together, mm-hmm. alone time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just need alone time apart. Mm-hmm. But what often causes issues is sometimes their 
partners or spouses spend alone time with other people. Yeah. And that's not very healthy, usually. Yeah, this is a fine balance. And again, the key to this is the the two people in the marriage talking about it. What we talked about last week, communication. Communicating about it and coming to an agreement about what is good or what is not. Over the years, I have um, really... I mean, I, I like some quiet time in the house alone. I love that, you know, just to to play house, you know, do my laundry, clean. I did finish the laundry this morning, in case Thank you're wondering. Thank you. That was very kind of you. Um, get dinner ready maybe one day a week where I'm, you know, just having some quiet time to do People that. see me in pictures all the time. They know we eat every day. Yeah. But I, but what I was saying is that I, I like that quiet time in my own house. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not one that I don't need. I'm not needy in that area but it is something that you know when you've been a mom for 20 some years you quiet time in your own house is a gift it is it's it a is. sweet gift and, and i like the quiet time i get my quiet time by going and reading yes but a lot of times i like quiet time right alongside you being quiet yep. <laughs> and, and that and drives that's been, you oh that's a that's a that's good been one a compromise that's that we've been had to come that's to right because yeah. because one of the things that drives me crazy is that martha has a hard time sitting still and so we'll sit down and watch a movie and she's like the energizer bunny she can't sit still she's got to iron she's got to do craft she's on her computer she's doing i mean she, she i'm posting the show i'm she just can't on, sit still and hold my a, hand i can yeah she's so. much better about that now We've had to compromise on that one. So Never, that's been that's been one we've had to really work through. So there you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> Here's one we deal with a lot. And this is one that really takes a lot of communication. I feel that past relationships have affected our relationship in a negative way. Yeah. I think that for most people they today, because of the world's influence, because of when they came to Christ, because of choices that they made and decisions that they made early on in their life that you can't go back and undo. Um, we all deal with the consequences of those things. And so we spend a lot of time talking with couples about that and having to acknowledge it. For each person, it's different in the relationship, how it may have affected them, because it could have been... Um, something hurtful that somebody did in their past and so they're very paranoid or it could be just the fact that they allowed themselves to be vulnerable to someone that has affected their emotions in order for a couple to move forward together they have to forgive the past they have to Mm -hmm. move past the past past but you got to deal with the past in order to move past the past Mm -hmm. i heard a sermon this spring that i just love how it relates to this and it had to do with when you get a sliver, a splinter in your hand, and you don't work at it to get it out, that splinter is still there and it hurts. But when somebody comes along to maybe give you a high five, you get mad at them for hurting your splinter. <laughs> when And that's much like relationships. When you have had a hurt and you didn't deal with it, you didn't work at it to move past it, somebody else comes along and hurts you. And you take it out on them. And to get the splinter the out, don't you actually have to go through a little pain to get the splinter yes, out? Yes, you have yeah. to work at it. And that's part of the issue where yeah. we find a lot of couples reluctant to go through the pain of dealing with their past. And so it keeps them mired in their past. Mm-hmm. And there is forgiveness for everything, the everything from Christ. There's forgiveness for everything. But we have to be willing to forgive ourselves. And that's what we find couples really struggling with it's not their spouse forgiving them because a lot of times those things were talked about before the relationship formed into a marriage but it's the person forgiving themselves for what happened yes 
But for some reason in our humanity, we become comfortable with that splinter and we just deal with it rather than working at it and do, going through the pain and then having the relief. If you think of what it's like when you finally get a splinter out, you just don't have any more pain. It right. just goes away. It's and, wonderful. But a splinter undealt with eventually mm, could mm. cause, depending on what the splinter is made oh, of, word. could cause decay and even the loss of a limb. Yeah. Or death. If it was a rusty splinter, it could yeah. kill you. It could. So that's the same thing in a marriage. Hey, we got a really cool book given away today. Nobody's called in yet, so we want to make sure you give it away. Raising Your Kids to Love the Lord. So if you got kids at home and you really want to know how to do it, we've got a book for you. Moms, dads, Raising Your Kids to Love the Lord. Call into the studio line now, 855-265-2929. 855-265-2929. All right, number three. That's what we, we were talking about. That was oh, num- you numbered them different than me. I started, <laughs> started zero, at zero, one, two, so <laughs> four. Okay, four. I feel that one or both of us struggle with control in this relation. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Yes, we do. I want it this way. No, we don't. You can't have... No. <laughs> control is a big issue, and really, we l- the dealing with the control thing really has to do with submission to our Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us deal with control because we want to control how we are operating in life. And yet, if we're going to call ourselves a Christ follower, if we're going to be Christ followers, we are giving up control because God knows better. But it's for some reason, with our spouses, we have a hard time submitting to our spouses. When they more than likely have the best interest in, in their, their, our best interest in mind. Yes. I mean, that's what Ephesians 5, 25 through 31 talks about, that mutual submission to each other. Uh, it's We're in this together yes. for a lifetime. And there's a there's a importance in understanding the difference between control and leadership. And what we really want in a healthy Christian marriage is for the husband to be the leader and for the wife to submit to that authority. But our world, again, this is one of those things that gotten, has gotten so mucked up by all of the um, thingy, the distractions of the world and the way that people interpret a word. And the fact that um, my submitting to your leadership is not you controlling me like a puppet. There's a huge difference between those two. And we, we talk about this a lot with couples. If a husband is loving his wife like Christ loved the church... And serving his wife like mm-hmm. Christ served the church, no wife would ever have a hard time submitting to that. There's no woman out there who wouldn't submit to a man and want to follow his leadership. That's the way women were designed, but it's not a control thing. It's all about service. It's all about serving. Jesus served and loved the church through complete service. Yes. Well, in fact, he died for the church. Right. So we could have a church. So this question so about... Marriage is not about control. It's not. And But a lot of people struggle with that because they think it's got to be this way or it's got to be that way. And I need to have control because there is security, they think, in that control. But really, if it's not in a godly manner. Yeah, and so a- talking through that is, again, what the mentoring does and helping them to to understand what it should look like in their marriage. Well, a lot of times it comes out in certain places in a marriage. So, you know, they can't control their life at work, so they come home and they control the kitchen, or they control the garage, or they control the bedroom or the bathroom, or they control one part of their life or another Mm -hmm. because they've got a lack of control where they can't control. And really, it's just all that submission kind of stuff. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's this is one that's just, I mean, all of these take just a lot of communication. 
It always goes back to communication, which is why that's what we deal with first. That's the number one deal. When we are talking with other another couple. Become another couple. Become another. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Become a mentor couple. Become a mentor couple. Become a mentor couple. You're trying couple. to do subliminal messages Become here? a mentor couple. <laughs> wow. We had a call from Fort Wayne, Indiana today. Jared called in to get that book. Hey, you know what? Mention to Jared. Oh, he's listening today. You know, mention him. Maybe I'll just hand deliver that this weekend. I happen to know Jared. That's awesome. We're so excited that he called in for it. And he wants some help learning how to raise a little Eliana Rose. That's right. Very nice, Jared. Big time bonus points for you. Very much. Make me happy. (laughs) All right. Say hi to Lindsay Rose for me. Okay. So when we talk about the, the next one. There are there are times I feel that I've not made the right choice in choosing my spouse, my partner. Mm. Mm. Have we ever have we ever dealt with that with couples? I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, we have. have we have. Yes. Okay. Well, the couples that are saying the couples that are saying, I think I'm done. I want a divorce. Those are couples that have already dealt with that. Yeah, but, I don't know that we've dealt with it within mentoring. Maybe because they didn't get to that point, but. Yeah, it's it's a tough one, and and sometimes people. No, I know we've dealt with this, but it, it is sometimes just difficult, and it's because a lot of times people go into marriage and they're thinking, well, this is going to be a honeymoon for life, and it's not like that. But it can be awesome, just like walking with Christ can be awesome. But both take work, and it take. I mean, there are ups and downs. Yes. But being married to you, mostly ups. Aww. But I, but it's an important thing to deal with because obviously once you've made that choice to be in the marriage, we're not wanting you to head towards divorce. So when you think that you're questioning if you made the right choice or not, number one, look at your own life. Are you walking with the Lord? Are you, are you doing the things that can help grow your marriage? Well, and I think it was a uh, Green Bay preacher guy, all of a sudden, funny Mark, Mark Gunger said in his thing, there's nobody standing at the altar going, I think I made the wrong choice. I think I made the wrong choice. When you're at the altar, you're thinking you made the right choice. Right. What changed? It got hard. And all of a sudden you said, oh, I don't know if I made the right choice. We're always going to be working with people, living with people that aren't like us. Otherwise, they'd be us. And that mm-hmm. would be boring. Mm-hmm. Every one of us is different, but we're all made in the image of our Heavenly Father. And we've been going through the questions on the survey that we do as part of the Dare to Be Different, Dare to Be Different, Dare to Be Different.com marriage mentoring program that we have going on at First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks, but that can be brought to a church near you. Yes. Is it, how many churches is it in, in the country? Almost 3,000 churches in the country, but in Tampa Bay, it's just at First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks. But that could change. It could change tomorrow. All you got to do is encourage the pastors in your church to go on to daretobedifferent.com and sign up to be part of this program. It doesn't need to be run by a pastor. It doesn't yeah. need to be coordinated by somebody, but it doesn't need to be run by a pastor. It's run by lay couples, couple to couple. One married couple mentoring another married couple. But listen, this also applies when you talk about issues of compatibility and personality traits. It applies to our workplaces. We are constantly working with people that drive us nuts. Always. People that drive us nuts. They do. Either that or the people you're driving alongside. I think that's more the case for Like you. yesterday, when it was a... Uh, it was a I don't know. day. It was no. It was the tide. The tide was way out. It was an astronomically huge tide, and it somehow screwed with people's minds. Oh or my their, word! Or their ability to drive it. baby. Okay, listen. Last one. We're gonna, last statement. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about our relationship. If my partner does not change some of his or her behavior. Yeah. 
That is something that often people think. All the time? Yes. But the issue is, why are you so worried about your spouse's behavior? Mm. What about your behavior? If you really want to impact your spouse, turn the mirror around, look in it, and say, what can I change? How can God work in my life? You want to fix your marriage? Start looking at yourself and what you can do to make an impact. It says in... I think it's First Peter or Second Peter. Listen, if you're married to a non-Christian and they still want to stay married, stay married. But if you want to reach your spouse for Christ, lead them by being by being that fantastic Christian example to them, which means working on yourself and your relationship with your heavenly Father. The way to solve every marital problem is to get people to stop looking at themselves at each other and all the issues and start looking at themselves and up to their heavenly Father. That's right. And the and if they can improve the relationship between themselves and our Lord, then they can improve the relationship with their spouse. Apparently that's in Second Corinthians chapter seven. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you, Robert. <laughs> All right. So listen, we we're the whole idea behind talking about this is we're trying to get people to recognize everybody has issues in their marriage. Everybody has stuff to work on in their marriage, but everything Everything is solvable in marriage because we've all been forgiven a lifetime of sin. You're not married for your whole lifetime. You got from zero to 18 or 20 that you weren't with your spouse. So you don't have to forgive a lifetime, just most of a lifetime. And Christ has forgiven more. And he's forgiven you. So stop looking at each other's issues and start working on your own. And Martha? Well, and just going back to how this correlates with our workplace is the fact that we may be put in um, positions in a business or in um, wherever we work that we may not feel like we're real compatible with that coworker. But that's not the point. The point is learning how to work together for the common good of whatever it is, the project you're working on or whatever, and figuring out how you can make adjustments so that you can be successful. What I have found, no matter what the issues are in your workplace, is that you can always find common ground with people, but it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. And I have found that in 99.9% of the examples, I can give one example, it just never did work. Never figured it out, but almost in every other spot. But when we bring a couple to the end of this session, we often give homework. Because yeah. one, we go out there and have them encourage them to take a personality test so they can understand more about who they are, what drives them. Mm-hmm. And then we always recommend that they take the five love languages test so they can understand their love languages and start feeding each other love in the way that their spouse or their friends receive it. It is the most powerful tool in marriage, and it is a super unbelievable powerful tool in the workplace. And super, super simple to do. They just go to the five love languages.com. It is, it is such a, a powerful tool. Test. Everybody needs to know their love languages, and they need to know their spouse's love languages, and they need to know their kids' love languages, and you need to know the people you work with, your love languages. Mm-hmm. And if you're a manager, you need to know the people that work for you, their love languages. You need to know. It's just so important, but we're just trying to give you encouragement that everything is fixable. Nobody called in today. Nobody was brave enough to call in today, but here's the deal. We support you. There's, we have a, a ton of resources we can give you as a couple or as a manager, as an employee. If you're struggling with trying to figure out how to work this at in your office, just send one of us an email. Martha can be reached at martha at iworkforhim.com. I can be reached at jim at iworkforhim.com. We can both be reaching on our Facebook page at I work for him on Facebook. So we can get a hold of us. You just let us know how we can help you. We've got all kinds of resources, and only because 
We've worked through this with couples for the last 16 years. It's not that, we, and we've worked through it ourselves for 29 years this June, and we've been friends for holy smokes, 33 years. Yes, a long time. In August, 33 years. Yep. Wish I had that date. That's the only date in our relationship I don't have. I know, and I tried to go to a calendar and figure out when it was. But maybe my mom and dad, we can figure it out together. Maybe. Hmm. All right, we're when we out moved out to Minnesota, that's the question. We're running out of time. All right, I'm looking for a 1,000 people in Tampa Bay to take the I Work For Him Nation Challenge. People that are willing to start praying for their coworkers, serving their coworkers, being the best and brightest example of an employee in your position, looking for ways to pray with people. Go out to our website, iWorkForHim.com, and take the I Work For Him Challenge by contacting us and letting us know you want to be part of the I Work For Him Nation. We're Christ followers who own our own business, but ultimately, I work for him.